The following program was recorded live on Facebook. Some language may not be suitable for all listeners. You can join the conversation on Facebook at Break Channel 13 or on the web at watershedprod.com. Enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to the Doomsday Roundtable. Last week we talked about CMEs, EMPs, power killing computer viruses. We talked about what they were what might cause them, what your personal heads up and psychological impact of those things might be. Um, we've got some different people today. We've brought, uh, unfortunately, Chris, a.k.a. Miller, and our friend Pat could not make it. So we brought in an ex-medic, and we brought in an ex-military. And we're here to discuss today What things would possibly work? What wouldn't? Do you guys have a plan? Do you have, for the worst case scenario, does everybody have a bag to get home? That kind of thing. So if we're good to go, let me know. That way we can say, yes, they're hearing us. All is well. Is anybody even here? Not yet. Nobody's even here. But that's okay. I'm going to start the conversation anyway. So. I got you. So, what would possibly work? Nothing of interest to me. <laughs> Nothing interests a little Susie or Sally because all they got is their freaking Instagram going on and how freaking popular they think they're mm-hmm. no longer going to be. <clears throat> Actually, that probably should have been addressed last week, but that is fantastic. How popular you're not going to be anymore. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. You have 10,000 Instagram friends or Facebook friends, and how many of them now know you? Here's a prime example, Mom and Dad. Every time you've moved and you've lost satellite or you've lost cable and you have to take a week for the cable people to freaking show up, imagine what your 10-year-old was acting like then. Imagine <laughs> it permanently. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot to add that the, the ex-medic is also very bitter. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Set experience without internet. <laughs> okay. So what would work? I don't know, but I'd like to add a quick um, disclaimer that the views expressed by people at this roundtable are not necessarily the same views as Break Channel 13 or the people who run it. Thank you. Truth. <laughs> Truth. I think carbureted vehicles would work. Carbureted vehicles? Most of them, yes. Most of them. Um, there are some that have electrical components that obviously would just shut it down, uh, oddly enough. But for the vast majority of the time, carbureted vehicles, you know, 80, 70, so on and so forth, they'd still turn key. They'd still crank. I wonder if there's a way to bypass those systems. Ask anybody who changed their diesel into something that runs on French fry oil. Mm. That's a good point. I mean, but when you change over to from diesel to french fry um are you actually changing like i mean if there's a computer cme in there or cme wow and what is it it's the ecm ECM. if the ecm is is actually used to for the ignition is it well in the diesel it's not a those of you who are better at this than we are gas versus diesel One's an ignition, one's a glow plug, one's a different combination of the two. So you may not necessarily have to have an ECU for the spark and the timing of the of the spark versus versus the fuel mixture. Um, but uh, it's a bit different filter setup. It's a different uh, that can easily be done without a computer. By the way, you know okay, the, so, the French fry guys. So cer- certain vehicles will agree. Some will, but something newer, something past say '93. Yeah, I mean, if someone's got like a 2013 Ford Fusion, that thing's a brick. That's, it's not moving. <laughs> yeah, you can hide behind it. Yeah. How about all your green vehicles where you're looking at, you know. Oh, good luck. The battery. No, no. <laughs> well, convert the battery to something else that will hold a charge. and Convert that to your solar cell people. I'd use, that's what I'd use that big bottom section of that car for. I'd convert it to something that wasn't going to be a mode of transportation. It's not a bad idea. 
Because the computer system on that isn't going to work right. Well, I know they use marine batteries that are deep cycled. Right. I suspect is car battery that because I mean it's just a big huge battery in those. It's, it's wired together as a big battery. It's if you cut it apart, it's a bunch of double A's. Is it, it really is. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of double A batteries all wired together. <laughs> okay, so people who were try who would be on say the VRE. So the train system. Right. That's. You better hope to get the hell off. Yeah. You're not underground or you're not above ground. Well, you know, here's a kicker with the VREs. If I remember correctly, the VREs electrical system is going to be ultimately, uh, I think that's actually a component of the braking system. So if your electrical goes out, then so does your braking system. So in essence, you're just coasting to a stop. So hopefully it didn't have to apply any brakes. Yeah, yeah, stopping. Yeah, the lack of electricity going to it, you can't propel forward. So yeah. just the the forward momentum is shut off because you no longer have electrical power. Well, yes. that's a safe way to come into a stop. That ain't bad. I just know for you to prime open. Well, luckily, they're designed as a fail-safe to be mm -hmm. high over. They are. Yeah. It's not like being stuck in an elevator in a, you know, high-rise <laughs> where you need somebody like him or, or what we used to do or stuff like that where you drop keys and stuff like that and hope you're not between levels. Yeah. But, uh, and nobody in there panicking. That would be a good idea. <laughs> Shell out, everybody. Right? Anybody on an elevator is going to hate life. Running around in the metro. Yeah. 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 Okay. So <clears throat> pretty much, you don't want you don't want to be in an airplane unless you're in one of the presidential airplanes or military airplanes. Which are degaussed. That's a that's an older term, but I guess it's it kind of goes with the same idea. Yeah, I think so. What do you think? You're not adding anything into this conversation. But well, we just ran funny talking about people and how they're going to act. <laughs> I, I, I think it's I'm enjoying my internet and electronics while I can. Well, you can. <laughs> yeah. See, the the man behind the screen and the and the voice of Break Channel 13 is, is, is hoping for the best. Okay. So, so you, you you get off the VRE, you you scuttled out of the elevator. You, you're, well, you're dead because you fell out of the sky in an airplane. That doesn't matter. You, you're not worried about communicating then. Or you're on an interstate and the car just dies, but the one behind you was good, so it just rear-ended you. Like a champ. And made of American metal, and it's going to just, yeah. Yeah, like a champ. <laughs> okay, so at this point, you got to think, okay, so you can't really talk to anybody. Your cell phones are lumps right right i mean if they were somehow shielded they might be okay but they're still not going to work because all your cell phone towers and satellites uh, no, on top of that if you've only got one cell phone in the world that's covered up who the hell are you in the fox in all the other ones are fried that's a good point that's a very good point okay so then the next part of this question is do you and your family and friends have a plan for the worst case scenario. Have you actually thought about this? Do you have a actual plan that's kind of sitting there? Do you have one that's super formed where you're crazy, well, you're not crazy prepper. I can't say crazy prepper. <laughs> oh, I, I have a plan. I'm gonna knock on my neighbor's door. Yeah. Because <laughs> your neighbor has a plan. <laughs> I mean, Okay, so we're going to look at it from this perspective. You are, let's just, we'll go light. You are 20 miles away from home. 20 miles. The car is dead. It's dead. Everybody else's car is dead, except for those few. Because none of us drive, right, every, our, none of us are every day drivers is necessarily an old enough vehicle, right? Mm. So that being the case, what are you going to do? What's your what's your first move? Do you have a bag? Cry. Do you have enough? You can't cry. First move is to cry. Cry. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is time for that. There is time for crying. So, 
if you are, you're 20 miles from home, do you have enough stuff in your vehicle with you that you could constitute a go bag, go get home bag? Do you already have a get home bag? I, mean, I have a number of bags and way more than enough stuff to get me home, to be honest. I have extra shoes. But do you actually have these things? Yeah, I keep that in my trunk. That's everywhere I go. There's anything from medical to different clothes to, you know, I even have a little water purifier tablets in there. Huh. So. Me on the other hand, I have absolutely, well, I can get myself out of a snowbank, that's about it. But holding my ground or having to go a distance, unfortunately, mm -hmm. no. Okay. What about you, Mike? I'd be pretty screwed, honestly. I mean, I don't really have anything to, I mean, I guess I would, I'd start walking if I was in the middle of nowhere. Except he's got to, with, with those individuals with the, with the diesels, I think if you don't shut it down. As long as I don't turn it off? As long as you don't turn it off, you've got a better chance because it, Diesels like to sustain the motor itself, the mechanism, of the, the the fire, the fuel, the air. They like to perpetually go. You know what sucks about that? How would I know what happened? Everybody else stopped. With no brake lights. You'd be going, Dah! <laughs> <laughs> everybody, know what everybody, everybody else is Fred Flintstoning, and you're just, just putting along, so everybody else is waiting for you to show up. I don't know. I mean, those, those individuals, well, you better find somebody who's got the uh, the 454 big block and the 71 Chevelle SS, because chances are that's going to keep running. Those are the people you might want to, you know, you're bitching at them every weekend when they fire that son of a bitch up in the driveway next door to you, <laughs> rattling your damn windows. You know what? You better start sucking up to them. And David, it's cold outside. I'm cold now. Keep making it warmer. Thank you. <laughs> so, I'm the comic relief for the evening. <laughs> you know, I think um, after your vehicle runs out of gas, assuming it is something that could run, uh, or maybe it just shut off, there's a couple of things you got to think of. It's the basic human needs of survival. So you have to have clean water, something you can hydrate with, rather. You have to have fire or some way to stay warm. And you're going to have to have a means of shelter to keep yourself well, covered in case of weather. So as long as you really, what it really boils down to, as long as you have those three things, and you consistently have those three things, right? then That's a good point. you'll be able to make it wherever you need to go. You might not be making it comfortable. Sure. Uh, nobody going to be comfortable. No, no. no. But, well, you figure if, if the scenario is 20 miles and you, were, and you walk, what, at a leisurely pace of, Two and a half. I can make it to 20 miles. Right. I'm not going to be much of use after 20 miles, but right. if, if that's where I got to go and somebody says, you got to get 20 miles, I'll make it. Right. But, just but now if you're miles. looking at something more like 50 miles, you're going to need to camp. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, I'm good, but I ain't that good. Yeah. Okay. So since you don't have these things with you, so, me and him, we're pretty square. We do have these things. You two do not normally carry these things. What really and truly would be your master plan at that point? I mean, what do you assume you really would be capable of doing? Would you feel like you had the skills to just handle it, would you swing by the 7-Eleven and rob them blind? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't be the, wouldn't, I wouldn't be the only person with that idea. Right. I'm pretty sure that it would, it would suddenly turn into mob rule pretty darn quick once people came to the realization that what they knew was normal is no longer normal. Um, I wonder if you'd be okay at that point, I mean, if it's immediately... That's when it's, most people are trying to help everybody at the beginning of a catastrophe. Right, but that 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 wears thin pretty quickly. 
I would, you know, that's when martial law comes in and that's when the government goes, we'll take care of this and we're the guys with the guns and everybody go into this little area over here and just hang out. We won't tell you anything. I'm afraid of the mushroom syndrome. The mushrooms? Be shrooms? No. Not I'm, but, afraid but of I'm, shrooms. I'm pretty sure that might be some people, again, there might be some people we want to hang out with. Um, no, kept in, you know, kept in the dark and fed shit all the time. You know? Nobody's going to tell you what's going on because nobody can tell you what's going on. Nobody's really going to know what's going on. And how do you, uh, um, what's the, I'm trying to, it's not digest the information, it's, it's how do you get that information out. I mean, we've all seen the, the doomsday TV shows or the series where it's like, well, this is how society makes it back. Um, you know, one step at a time kind of thing. You know, somebody comes up with a good idea, but... The, the, the bigger issues will never get fixed in the in the lifetime of people who are going through the uh, the initial. I agree uh, with that. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden, whatever catastrophe strikes the entire planet, the the generation that's trying to that's dealing with it immediately isn't going to see the fix. Now, granted, that's kind of self defeating. You know, how does a society move forward by going? Well, if I'm not going to be around for it. Screw everybody. There's plenty of other people who don't think that way. Right, people who are like, let's do this for the children. <laughs> but those are the ones that are pissing you off because they don't have cable now. <laughs> I think kids are going to have to get used to going back outside. Well, they didn't know what it was like to go outside in the first place. I know. I know. Your generation is the last one to probably remember doing that. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, that's, that's sad, but that's true. <laughs> And I think what you're going to see is a lot of disarray, but um, in the in the process of us making it back home, or you know, we're going back to the whole car being you're 20, 50 miles away. Uh, might might I add, if you're 20 miles away, you're still camping out. There, there's, a couple, I don't know. there's a reason for that because you're not pushing the pace to get home. Right. Well, if you're going, maybe my math is wrong, but if you're going at two and a half miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And you need to make it 20 miles. That's eight hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Corey Andre is watching apparently. Hey, Corey. And he says, when normality ceases to exist, then the mob mentality takes over fast. I agree with that. Um, the mob mentality does take over fast. But if you pay attention to what happened during 9-11, when those buildings were hit, people... We're looking to help everybody, and I don't know if it's as, if it would be as big of a ta-da without buildings falling. Mm. But there there were people who a whole lot of there people were. were trying to help. I mean, and that being the case, it makes me wonder if you have a much safer trip, at least in those first ten hours, maybe maybe twelve or twenty-four hours to get home. It's also going to depend on, of all things, it's going to depend on the political climate. And also, might I also add that when Katrina hit, there was some people who helped, there were some people who looted. That's true. So you're going to have a fair share of people who loot. It's a lot easier to do the wrong thing than it is the right thing. A lot of people look at the easier route. Okay, so part of what you need, you need water, food, shelter. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to protect yourself. Right. Now... Or you need to be able to be covert, be away from the people as fast as possible. If you want to keep what's yours, or what you think is yours. Yeah. Right. So if you're thinking, well, okay, the mob mentality that Corey was talking about, if you see the mob mentality starting, this is the part where you, you break for it. You, you leave. That, if, if that's that, a, if a solution that benefits you and you figure that's going to be the easiest way to to not get caught up in it but hence the term mob mob yes yeah yeah i think my i mean i do think that people there there will be people there to help and i know that you know from my past careers my whole thought process would be immediately to help but at the same time i have a family that i want to get to so I don't think I'd be helping anybody, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, and, and, and with the help 
aspect of that, well, you know you got some place you can go back to that's safe. So right. you're, you're comfortable enough knowing that, oh, okay, I can stick my neck out for this person because, you know, I can make it better for them because I'm not being stressed out by the fact that now I don't have anything. Now, there's probably plenty of people out there that, that can go with the idea of I don't need anything, so I'm going to help as much as I possibly can. And God bless them. Right. You know. Well, I guess I'm, I'm still talking about that initial walk home. My, you know, if I'm, I'm still in that. Right. You know, so I haven't even got to that place where I know I have everything I need. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, standing on nine on the side of 95. Mm -hmm. Going, huh, this bites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I'm opening the back of my car and taking out the things that I believe I need. Yeah, and then you could make right. a move of 20 miles away, you know. Right. I mean, I don't want to be overloaded, obviously. I'm, <laughs> but I'm going to take out the things I need. And that personally, myself, I, I would just be thinking, I know it sounds stupid, but getting to my dogs. That, that, would, be, that would be my thing is getting to my dogs. I'm not worried about water once I get there because right. there's a well there, and even if the pump's not running it, I can rip the lid off or something and find a way yeah. to get the water to my mouth. String in a bucket. Mm -hmm. yep. yep. So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. That, and... You know, I know you my really, neighbor is probably going to have a decent setup, or <laughs> she has a whole bunch of poultry in the backyard that can become soup really quick. Hey, ooh, whoa. <laughs> whoa, let's rain the soup in and make eggs. Yeah, okay. Not right now, they don't. You going to wait until they do? Okay, some of them might make soup, but <laughs> not all of them. God. I'm not saying kill everything. You don't eat a good pig all at once. Yeah, I think the one thing we're kind of missing here is in the very beginning, everyone tends to have a form of denial. Um, yes. That's very true. You're going to have a lot of people. If you're, if you're, let's take 95, for example. If you're on 95, let's say it's rush hour and something like this were to occur where everything just shuts off, you're going to have a lot of people just standing around waiting. You know, a lot of people are literally going to be sitting in their cars just waiting. Yeah, so, waiting for help. Yeah, the, the kicker there is that are you going to be one of those people that wait and think, well, maybe this will pass? Or are you going to be one of those people that actually take the initiative to get out of the car, recognize that you are leaving your, you know, whatever vehicle you're making a payment on behind to go all the way home? Are you going to, a lot of people don't realize, they're going to be thinking about their finances. They're going to be thinking about, you know, well, if I'm out of this car, if I leave, it's something to break into it. What if everything comes back on? What if, you know, this is something that's easily fixed? Well, at the same time, you're not going to know what the overall coverage of this. I mean, we're exactly. discussing this as a global event. I right. understand that. And, and no but, you, but you riding 995 are going to go, was it global? Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to know if it was or was it this strip of 95. <laughs> I, I think yeah. as soon as I realized that my car is not running, and I mean, I'm not, I would be like, eh, 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 nothing's happening. I'm just going to click, click, click. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Anu says, don't eat the chickens. Don't eat the chickens. <laughs> That's right. And Thank we, you, Anu. We need to listen to Anu. She she makes sense. Yep. So. <laughs> now, there's also. She's a, probably making them sweaters right now. Or radiation suits. Yes. Or radiation suits. Uh -huh. So, as soon as I realize, okay, there is a block that is, that is of non-running cars. There's an accident where, you know, they've rear-rendered this one. This is... You know, and depending on what time it is, there could be, there's no streetlights now either. I'm going to pitch black. I'm probably not going to wait. I mean, I, I agree that a lot of people are. Matter of fact, I, I know I'm not. I'm going to be like, hmm, okay, so I tried like 10 times to start this car in succession because I'd be hard-pressed to let go of that car. <laughs> but at the same time, I'd be thinking, no. I need to get out of here, and it, the car is no use to me at this point. Okay. I agree with that, but I think there's going to be a lot more to it before you just take off. First of all, you're going to see if you can get that car to the side of the road. You, you're going to. It's a natural instinct to push your car up to the side of the road just in case everything does come back on. Then you're going to try and find out what the hell is going on. So what are you going to do? You're going to sit in that car on the side of the road and get your phone out. Oh, no, and, and then I know it's done. So the phone's not working. Okay, well, that might be an issue. Okay, so then, hey, dude, do you know anything that's going on? There's going to be, like, clusters of people yeah. everywhere trying to figure out what's going on. That's true. And then you'd be like, all right, well, all right, I guess i got to get home. 
and then you're going to go. Now I finally remember the word I was looking for, disseminate the information. Yeah. Because we're all under the assumption that if that car stops, we all just automatically, okay, well, that's it. All right, everything's down. We know what's going on. We know exactly what's going on because we're paranoid people. And this is exactly what happened. What? My car won't start? <gasps> EMP! No, no. You're going to try and figure out everything that you can right. before you leave. Yeah, but I mean, if I see, you know, I know there's no brake lights, there's no this, there's no that, my, my phone's not working. Especially in the middle of the night. But you're going to take the time to exhaust right. all that. You're going you're gonna to exhaust all that first before you just decide... Okay, this is it. I'm gonna okay, say okay. I'm gonna say within 15 minutes I would know, and I don't think that I would be that person to say, "Hey, buddy, do you know what's going on?" Because I hate people, so I would probably I mean I don't really hate them, but you know what I'm saying. Well, right. I, but I mean, in a situation like that, I'm sure everybody in New York does not have the greatest reputation for being nice to each other, but yet when 9/11 happened, except for Starbucks, who didn't want to give anybody bottled water. Everybody became friends. That's trying true. to help each other. But then we go back to the political climate. <laughs> I mean, Are you a liberal? You're screwed. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I mean, like, literally, there's, there, there's a lot of divide that's in the country today. And I, I would dare say it really hasn't gone much of anywhere. It's probably always been there in the grand scheme of things. It's just been more publicized now. So if something were to happen now, then, yeah, you would have a potential political divide of people. A lot of people don't like talking to people anymore. You know, it's not the day and age where you drive down the road and someone waves at you going the other way. Instead, people just don't talk. I mean, we all have neighbors that we don't know anything about, yet we've lived by them for oh, so many years. Um, I think the people that wave at each other the most while driving down the road are bus drivers. Yeah, yeah. You know, school bus drivers are always, little ladies are always waving at each other. They're yeah. probably the friendliest people you see on the road. After that, forget it. Yeah. And the bikers. Bikers. Yeah. Yeah. And, all right. Sorry, bikers. I'm one of them. <laughs> My bad. I don't think there's anybody on here that's a biker. Well, not yet. Let's see. Um, who's on here with us right now? It would be oh, I knew. I knew. Yeah, and she, uh, Pat just said that it's uh, uh, both of them. Apparently, it's, this is both of us. Well, Pat, I just told them if you, you text anything, I'll read it. You need to add something to the conversation, Pat. I know you have your notebook. Bust out your notes, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Might I add another thing? If someone is if you're out in the middle of the night or even the middle of the day and everything goes out, if there are aircraft in the sky... Um, and you watch them fall? Well, here's the thing. Let's say you might not even see them fall because you're not looking up. You might be looking down at your car. Well, the moment you start hearing boom, 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 boom... Now you know it's bad. Okay, yeah. Now you know it's bad. And yeah. on top of that, for all you know, you could be getting bombed. There could be, you know, it could be an attack. Now everyone who's on that stretch of road is going to be yeah. under the assumption that they're under attack or they're going to be the ones that were maybe looking up seeing planes falling out of the sky. Depending at on what part of 95 you're on, exactly. you might see the planes coming out of the sky. Yeah. So at that point, it would be a very clear indicator wow. as far as it's fun to leave. Now, now, I gotta, I gotta, now he just reminded me of something. And, and this will go along the lines of anybody who's sitting there going that... Uh, and you mentioned that whatever section of 95 you're on, we all know that's Maine to Florida. Mm -hmm. Where we happen to be located, and I don't know if you guys discussed that, but geographically speaking, we're south of Washington, D.C. Yeah, about 45 minutes south. Right. About equidistant between Key West and, like, Bangor, Maine. I don't know what is, what is, the, uh, what is the top... I, I think that's about right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Before you hit Canada, for crazy. We're, we're central on that. Okay, we're, boom. There we go. Geographically speaking, we're in the middle. If some bad guy or groups thought it was, you know, their idea of dirty bomb time, we are geographically right now in the worst place to be oh, yeah. if somebody got the bright idea to let off a dirty bomb. On the I-95 corridor of the East Coast, you would paralyze the East Coast oh, yeah. completely. Well, Trains, cars, trucks, transportation in general. The Guess Marine what? Corps. We got Quantico right north of us. <laughs> uh, we've got Langley Air Force Base south of us. We've got Oceana south of us. We've got Andrews Air Force Base a little northeast of us. You know, this is this is a pretty tight spot here and heavily populated. Uh, but if you want to, you know, unfortunately we're in a spot that you could bring the East Coast to its knees, transportation-wise, 
if something big enough and bad enough happened right here? Well, it really doesn't have to be that big. You know, if they... Right, bad enough. Bad enough, yes. If they can get, you know, and there's been a lot of articles out now where all these major governments are going, you know, bad guys that to us are saying, you know, they're, they're working on EMPs. Hmm. I, I'll always, I always think that, you know... But, they're li but they are limited in what man makes their... What, what you can carry for an EMP that's going to cause that kind of, or even stick in a truck. It doesn't have to be that big. But it, it, it's going to have a, a decline radius compared to what the topic that you guys have been having to deal with. Right, but it, right, you're not, that would not be global, but if somebody could set one off 300 feet in the air over the United States, over the East Coast, mm -hmm. they're taking out a nice chunk of the power grid, and then the rest of it's just going to fall. Mm -hmm. They may not turn off everybody's cars. If you're, you know, sitting in Richmond and it went off at, in Baltimore, then your car, your car might be fine. Yeah, and, and you all discussed it before yeah. about localized that progressed right you know Absolutely. 1972 19 what was the, uh, the 1800s when Eight, you all talk yeah, yeah and then you got you know the new yorkers and somebody was already mentioned the new yorkers and stuff and it's like well 19 what was it 1971 1972 the rolling blackout uh, there right and then you had the largest influx of babies being born nine months later hey new yorkers um <laughs> you know what else are you gonna do in the dark um yes that's right prepare for a baby boom yeah could happen um, people aren't going to be bored. Yeah. You know, that's actually a, a long-term thing. Yeah, people are going to be bored. Well, I, I'm going to disagree. Yeah, you're right. They're going to be bored for the first week. Well, I think they're going to be safe. Within that three-day period, three, four, maybe seven days for some people, those diehards, they're going to think that somebody's going to come save them. Most people aren't going to trust the, you know, if there's a militia that rolls through, you really don't know if that's the government. No, I don't know if Right. You know, they can say they're the United States government. They could say, you know, we're here for this. Eh, you know what, back the F up, man, because uh, I'll blow your head off if you come close to my property. So, yes, they're going to be bored for those first three. Hey, baby. <laughs> three nights. Yeah, but then days. nine months later, what do you <laughs> Right, then you got to issue nine months later, but... Eventually, you got to work hard to live without power. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a group of people who would be just fine. Yeah. yeah, the Amish. That's when the Amish take over the world. <laughs> That's when I become friends with them. Except they don't have any social skills. So we already no. talked about we don't have social skills. So That's, okay. That's when they go, we were right. What you doing now? <laughs> I didn't, what, they were right with the, what, electricity is the devil? What? Yes, yes, they were right. <laughs> <laughs> electricity is the devil. I don't know about that. They, they got, uh, got us all addicted to it. And, actually, well, and then, you know. And then it just leaves us. Or is the electrician then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see here. Uh, you know what? We forget about Gilligan's Island. I mean, they, they had power. And still couldn't get off that damn island, neither. That's fine. Don't need you can to make a battery out of a coconut and couldn't get off that damn island. I would train my dogs to run inside of a little wheel. No. Honestly, honestly. You would not train <laughs> Thor. Pepe would be like, yeah, I got this, man. Uh, okay. Honestly, think the Amish. Alex joined us, and she says that we would have great furniture, apparently, because of the Amish. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Sturdy. Yeah, but I think they'd probably be taken over at that point. You're starting to look at it. territories. But fortunately, they're a relative. They're peaceful people. But they have food. Yeah, but the Amish war. mafia wasn't a good show. <laughs> Corey Andre says, "Scary thought the Amish ruling the world." Well, I mean, you say, let's face let's face facts. Oh come on, you would laugh at anybody who says my name is Smuckers and I'm going to take over the world. You, you'd laugh right in his face. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Okay, so we need to understand that we can become degenerates pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, wait, there's no become in some cases. Already there. Already there. So, yeah, I mean, the Amish are prime for it. Yeah. They, they don't use power. They're not on the internet. They, you know, they can do everything that we can't. Yeah, but they do... But, but there is Ross Springer, so what is it? For two years they get the a year or however it is, whatever yeah, amount of time I, I, they get I, to I run around and, it is, but yeah. and get to figure Alex it out. Says, do they have weapons? 
Yeah. The Amish? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They don't have, to my knowledge, they don't have any heavy weapons. But, I mean, you talk about shotguns, rifles, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. They hunt. <coughs> I thought they were just farmers. No, yeah, they, 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 they put know, down the animals. They put down the big animals. Yeah, yeah, they hunt. Pigs and the and, uh, cows and stuff. They, they don't go down with just a twenty-two that often. Exactly. The thing is, to be honest, here, here's, here's why I don't think they're going to be really much of relevance. Um, yeah, they have their farmlands and their little civilizations, and they kind of work within each other and themselves. But when you start looking at as the years go by, or maybe as the months go by, you start looking for people who are hungry and people who want food now, people who have banded together, such as militias. Uh, they have bigger firepower than just a little Amish town. So if they see fertile land and they see crops and they see a barn and they see basically something that they can claim as theirs, it's it's conquering. It that's what conquering is. So I can, I can see that, but I can also see that. The Amish are very industrious in regards of it wouldn't surprise me to find out there's big pits all over. Right. Yeah, just because you think you're going to take something over doesn't mean it's going to. And, you can't make it work. What's the point yeah, of that? Yeah, Patrick says after the initial shock of what the fuck it would be, uh, there'd be panic as people figure out there would not be food. And then he also included that Abraham and Ezekiel would be mob bosses. Absolutely. What do you think I said about it? Yeah. Don Smucker. I'm like, <laughs> well, you want some bread, huh? Well, let's talk. What do you have for me? <laughs> hey, where'd you get that accent? I thought you were Amish. It comes with a title. I'm the boss. <laughs> Northern New York. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. 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 Mid more of a Midwestern there. There we go. Hey, Chicago. There we go. The Amish from Chicago. Mm. Are there Amish in Chicago? The Amish. Oh, the Midwest. They're the Midwest. They go all the way. The, the Mennonites go all the way through, all the way to like Idaho. I know there's yeah. a lot of them in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Exactly. You ever, you ever wonder if they have like conversations like this and like their contingency plan and what they're gonna do if the power goes out, how they're gonna take over the world and... No, I do think that they think about <laughs> us attacking them. Oh they're paranoid. Well they're paranoid. Well they're a closed society. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just join, so that's a yeah. closed society. Well, I mean, it would happen. People are like that now that if things went bad and went south real quick, that they would. They would attack the Amish trying to take over their land. Yeah, Which would be unfortunate because they don't know how to work the land like the Amish do. Amish population was so terrible. You watch them all with automatic weapons. That was freaking hilarious. <laughs> and then they go after somebody with a baseball bat. But here's my automatic and here's my AR. So Jeez. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you with the death of the baseball bat. I think that's another <laughs> thing on that one. Made sense to me. Yeah, you should. I would. I would. I'm not gonna lie. I go and try to befriend them. Because you're smart, yeah. First. Yeah. It's, don't try to make enemies if you can't, you know. Okay, I'd be like, look, I, mean, I have some extra chickens. The trade. Trade you. Did you ever watch the show? What is it called? Uh, Leaving the Amish thing. Yeah. Like for yeah, they'd be like, did you ever watch that show? You'd be like, oh yeah, it was good. Well, we don't know. Go away. No, I'd, I'd, I'd be like, I'd be like, freaking yeah. Amish. Breaking Amish. I think that's what's going on. Anu says that she heard the Amish are actually one of the fastest growing groups in the U.S. And Corey Andre says, have any of y'all heard of the Georgia Guidestones? I have heard of the Georgia Guidestones. And yes, the Amish, their population is growing and growing faster than anybody else. It is true. It is amazing that in regards of how they're doing. And, and so quietly. But Corey, remind me of the Georgia Guidestones because... It's in my head, but I can't remember what. I can't remember what the hell. Well, let's not wait because there's a delay. Right, there's okay, delay. so there's these big guide stones to and, and oh, wait a languages. Minute. Yeah, okay, never mind. Corey, got it. Thank you. It's in is my it, head now. I think it is it Kentucky or Georgia? Yeah. But yeah, nobody understands the certain language, one of the languages is all What do you say? Which guide stones? Where are they? The Georgia guide stones. Georgia. Uh, yeah, Georgia guide stones. Which is creepy the way that all came about. Oh, there was some industrialist that, that put the money up to heaven. There was a group. Real. A group. I bet the group is anonymous. Kind of like that. Right let's, let's not go down the Illuminati path tonight. That's a whole other ball game. Um, we'll, we'll stick to the... Yeah, they were made in 1980, so they're not too old. No, no, they're not. They no, but old. it was really shady deals in regards yeah, to yeah. no one... Says a set of ten guidelines is inscribed on structures in eight modern languages, and a shorter message is inscribed on top of the structure. Okay, uh, you got it. I was just looking it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Thanks, Corey. Yeah, I, I forgot about that's, that. That's, yeah, and it's pretty creepy. I mean, some of the stuff they have is kind of. Um, well, it's kind of end of days kind of stuff. Well, it's all end of days. It's all yeah. on how to rebuild a society, but right. there's some eugenics in there. Right. So it's kind of like, eh, it's kind of, you know, twisted, but for them to, they put it up in multiple languages. Yeah, well, I'm in eugenics. I was in German. So yeah, that's uh, that's a very good you know thing to think about. How many people would go there knowing about that? And you said that, well, either a new or Pat, I'm not sure. I think the Amish have regular guns. Is that opposed to uh, the ones that just shoot wheat and barley? <laughs> Sorry. They definitely have regular guns. Go on. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, they're not. They're not. Uh, they're not using laser sights. <laughs> Why not? Electric. Electrical. They also don't have night vision. Electrical. They but they cars. will drive a Mercedes. Well, I mean, it's stored electric. Really? Is there a difference? That stupid show. Because oh, okay. I mean, you can battery power a laser. I don't think they have any electricity. No. In them yeah, they don't. They don't think about Mennonites. They have laser sights. Yeah, the Mennonites have laser sights and batteries. But and, and phones. The, the Amish, no, not, they don't even use batteries. It's evil. Mm. EVOL. I'm sorry, what? Uh, they okay. don't believe in gravity, did you say that? No, I said? said they don't even use batteries. I thought you said they don't believe in gravity. I'm like, actually, wow. Actually, I didn't know you I, had that faith. I have, to, I, have to, I have to check that because they have to have marker lights on their buggies when they ride at night. So they do have battery operated lights on the buggies to be on public roads, especially in Pennsylvania. From uh, from Pat, okay. does anyone keep maps in their car? Yep. Yep. yep, yep, absolutely. And uh, a sister lived in Lancaster and said it was often hard to tell who was Amish. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because at the hospital, you can sure tell who the Amish are. Well, I mean, mainly we're seeing Mennonites down here, I think. Yeah, because there's a lot of electricity at the hospital, so yeah. Right. I mean, they're but they're related. A lot of Eastern Mennonite in Maryland. A lot of Amish Pennsylvania, and a lot of Mennonite heading out northwest. Yeah. Or in case you guys are looking northwest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's figure this out. So we've determined that. I'm golden, you're golden when it comes to, oh my gosh, we everything stopped on 95, you can't get home. You're going to make it. I mean, you've been in some nasty situations throughout your life. I'm going to be a little stressed out. My anxiety will run high because I can't just Google a question, but yeah. Right. But you make it home with that whole thought of your dogs are there. Yep. And you'd make it home because, well... You just crotch me your way home. Yeah. Anger. He would, he would be fueled on anger and rage. <laughs> Who needs water? I yeah. have rage. Yeah, get out of my way. <laughs> a lot of Amish are not as devoted as others. You're going to find that with any yeah, organized religion true. as well. So yeah, that's true. I'm not going to argue that one. Yeah, don't even get me started on that because as far as I'm concerned, the political left and right have taken over religion. That's, that's the new religion, your political... Outlook on life is of religion. That's really shame. They're just—I mean—they're ready to kill each other over it. So, Ooh. anyway, a whole other uh, podcast. Yes. <laughs> so, as far as anybody watching this, you know, if you're going to see the comments, you're going to have—I'm uh, sure you're going to have something to add to this conversation. But if you think about it. And if you read the news lately and you see the, the threat of EMP going up, I'm, again, I'm always the CME is going to happen. When? May not be in my lifetime, but it is going to happen. You know, technology will fail. Eventually, it is going to fail. That being the case, do you Do you have a plan? Is there a bag in your car that you can easily pick up and walk away with? I divorced her years ago. But I'm a... You know, I don't think you said that long ago. loud enough. <laughs> <laughs> Just muttering. It wasn't important. 
No, I guess it wasn't. So next week is going to be a really long show. Um, I'm certainly, not next week, two weeks from now. It's going to be a really long show. I'm certainly hopeful that everybody makes it this time. Um, it sucks that our guys aren't here. Um, Chris, I know you're going to watch this later. You kind of suck, dude, but I get what you were doing. Um, make sure you add your comments in, or I'll be forced to come back and say you agree with everything I say. Um, Pat, thanks for joining in. You know, you could have actually added your face to it, but we'll let you slide because it's technology. It could get kind of scary. Pat says you better have a plan now and get in good shape to take a long hike, and he will be here in two weeks. He absolutely, okay, so he just he just opened up a whole thing that made me go, ah, I can't stop right now. Get in shape. Because you see all these people who are walking around with all these I find it interesting when I see a lot of preppers who can't walk that 20 miles. Now, see, it's funny because I am overweight and I have issues, but I take medication for it, but I could walk 20 miles. Oh, I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. Of course, you could be hung out 70 miles or 50 miles away. Well, the preppers weren't running or leaving their property in the first Why place. Why would you be like that? Arrested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably got warrants. They're not leaving their property in the first oh, place. Well, okay, you, you got a point. True preppers? But okay, 70, I got 70, 100 miles, I'm finding the nearest bike and stealing it. <laughs> hey, bell power is not wrong. A moped would work. That's true. And those, yeah. those uh, floating uh, bikes? The, the gearing ratio, you're going to wear yourself out because they're just... They're just yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, the, the motor on a moped would most likely still work because the pedal actually is it generates the majority of electricity. If you can find one that still does that. Yeah, right. well, they still, they, our mopeds over, over there that are sold over to FMS, they're Kickstarter. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Their battery, but the battery dies to kickstart. Uh, yeah. Well, we're breaking into his joint. I would be, uh, I'd be finding something like that and powering my way home somehow. There'd be a lot of dirt bikes going around. Right? There is one thing. The, the biggest yeah. thing I think to consider oh, in, in a bad situation like this he is, is you're going to have to have your essentials of human survival, and you're going to have to have some sort of medical, you know, think, think trauma or medicine. So you break a leg or you get sniffles. <laughs> Well, you break a leg and you break a leg, you're kind yeah, of fucked. Then, then triage comes in, and then yeah, guess what? Yeah, <laughs> you know, gonna have to patch it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fluffy going down. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I'm getting at is you definitely want to have your 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 essentials for just basic human survival. So you water your food, you know, have something at least for three days, um, and then past that, you're looking at your medical and your defense. So if you're the type of person that carries a firearm, then I encourage you to carry it all the time. Or at least keep something of the sort to defend yourself. It could be a machete for all I care. Right. Something to defend An yourself. An expandable baton. Yeah. Shoot a walking stick. Pat says motorcycles, dirt bikes, go karts. Um, I was just sitting there thinking that a, a yeah. stick shift yeah. would yeah, probably so be able to run because, I mean, yeah. Yeah. even if the alternator doesn't work because of the EMP, I've driven a car with no alternator running. Oh, we've done that. Just yeah. got to oh, do a yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You got no headlights because nothing's going back to that. that. Obviously, no, no battery and no alternator. Yeah, I get that. And for those of you who always have the sniffles and think going to the ER at 3 o'clock in the morning is what you're going to be doing after the EMP goes off, good luck. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, it'll be crowded. People will be just anxiety. And nothing's going to happen. Right. The, yeah. the amount of anxiety that people have, there, there's going to be like a whole mess of chest pains, whole mess of, oh, my God. Well, the hospital is not going to be the place they're going to see. And they're also going to be, they're also going to be scared. Five people. And they're only going to go to the hospital <laughs> simply for a peace of mind, but they're not going to find it there. They're just going to put them in a bigger panic mood. So the hospital is actually going to be a very dangerous place to be in a matter of hours. Oh, I agree. I mean, I know there are probably plenty of people who would be out to raid the hospital. Right. And we'll get, we'll get locked down. Uh -huh. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And your local security guys will do nothing that day. Uh, it's a cop. I'm going home. Exactly. <laughs> They're the ones who are worried. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Anybody else have anything to add? Anybody say before I kind of wrap things up here? Yep. Going once. Going twice. Okay. So in two weeks, the, we're going to be talking about the sequence of events, um, the first three days after something happens. So we have day one where people are thinking this should be fixed. In theory. Um, 
Corey had mentioned that the hospitals are going to be turning people away, and then, I mean, there's a delay, so that's why okay, this is yes. coming in now. Corey, Corey. Yeah. Pat says everyone will want a cab voucher and a turkey sandwich to go. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> hey, don't forget the mayo. <laughs> I'm going to need that turkey sandwich. Yeah. But, okay, so first day, everybody thinks it's going to be fixed. Do you think it's going to be fixed? That kind of thing. Day two, more people start to realize it's not just a fluke power outage. Day three, sewage treatment plants. If they had backup generators that were working, they're probably not working anymore. We're going to discuss all that in two weeks and see how uh, horrified we can get. Or how many jokes I can make. Or how many jokes you can make. <laughs> yes. Or how many people we can figure out how we're going to kill them. Who knows. But anyway, thank you everybody for joining us. Um, by all means, come back through the video, comment where you want to comment. We will be back snooping around the, the video. Um, any ideas that you guys have, greatly appreciated. Any thoughts? And uh, hey, thanks. It's been the Doomsday Roundtable. Hope you guys have a great day. Share the video. Check out our Break Channel 13 podcast on your favorite podcasting thingy. Just look up Break Channel 13. Listen from the beginning. Yeah, and you'll find last week's. Yeah, uh, you'll okay. find that yeah. as well, yes. On podcast. And then uh, definitely uh, check out our website, watershed.z.prod. No, watershedzprod.com. Yeah, or, <laughs> or, you can can just, or you can just say watershedz.com. That's yeah. ours too. Right on, right on. Yep, go check it out. We've got T-shirts and stuff. Pat says we're awesome, or Anu said we're awesome. That doesn't sound like something Pat would say. So. Really, it doesn't. I think that was Anu. Probably Anu. <laughs> you think they're in a power struggle right now? Of their very yeah, own. I'm done with all the shameless plugging. Excellent. Have a great guy.